0: All right, everybody, this is the HellaHack Oakland finals judging session. Hi, I'm Ching-Wei Chen. I'm the director of the developer program at GraceNote, and uh, I'm here to talk about the first music hackathon in Oakland that just happened this past weekend. Uh, GraceNote hosted together with Pandora, both of us being East Bayers. We also had a great set of partners, both, um, you know, tech partners. A lot of them are here today. We also had a lot of involvement from the Oakland tech community and our media sponsors are Hypebot and Oakland local. So, uh, why Hella? And I probably don't need to explain this to a lot of you, but if you don't know what a Hella is, Hella is a local slang, Northern California. And, uh, you know, you can use it as an, as an adverb to uh, say something's extremely or very, like Oakland is hella cool. Or it can also be used as a modifier to, to mean a lot of, like there were hella hackers at that hackathon. The origins are a little bit dubious. You know, nobody really s- sure where it comes from. But uh, it has a Wikipedia page, in case you're curious. Why the East Bay? Uh, You know, we're here at SF Music Tech. And obviously, you know, San Francisco, rightfully so, gets a lot of attention. uh, But if you look, you know, you look at the map and you look at, you know, the different music (laughs) venues around the whole Bay Area. I mean, the the East Bay has got, you know, holds its own. We've got 924 Gilman, you know, the the cradle of Bay Area punk scene. We've got the Fox Theater and Yoshis. We've got great, you know, acts like MC Hammer's from Oakland. And um, (laughs) Dave Brubeck went to Mills. So there's definitely, you know, Green Oakland Day. You didn't Green Day. Uh, and Green Day, of course, Green Day. I mean, so there, there's so many I, I couldn't have. You know. Tony Tony Tone. <laughs> right.
1: Sly and the Family Stone. Sly, all right. <laughs> Thank you.
0: Hieroglyphics crew. Yeah, all these guys. So there's music. There's tech, too. Like I said, Grace Notes, headquartered in Emeryville. We um, were founded in, in Berkeley. And uh, Pandora is headquartered proudly in downtown Oakland. Woo! <laughs> yeah, yeah, Pandora. Very proud of it. So there's a tech scene definitely bubbling up in Oakland and uh, <laughs> we wanted to be a part of that. This <laughs> inside of Pandora. Yeah, this is kind of a celebration of music, tech, and you know, really the whole Bay Area. So I wanted to give you a quick you know, rundown of what happened this weekend show you a few pictures, you know, this is a hackathon. So we had a number, you know, 60 plus hackers come from all over the world, actually. We did this at the beautiful offices of Pandora. Lots of hacking, we, we started on Saturday morning, we went all the way to Sunday afternoon. There was some overnight planking involved. And then at the end of everything, we had 20 hacks. They all presented up on stage in front of a, a you know, their peers and judges. We had a little judging session to pick three of the best hacks coming out of the weekend to, to show here today. And they're, they're up here sitting in the front row. Uh, we also had different prize winners from the different sponsors who, who had their own prizes based on people using their APIs or you know meeting the theme that they wanted to, to inspire. Here's a quick video of, um, that we made show you a little flavor of of how the weekend went. Music in the Bay Area just go together. For those of you not from the Bay, you might be asking yourself, what is hell? Oh, People no, around no, here no, use it as an adverb, extremely military. Um, um, or it the could be a modifier to, to mean a lot of something. Like, there were hell hackers at this part. You came to me, or we talked some time, and you had maybe gone to your first music hack day? Yes, or? the San Francisco Music Hack Day, that's right. Okay, yeah. And, uh, and you, you liked it so much, you said we got to have this. we have to do this that's right. so there was beer so there was beer over dim sum which is the
2: genesis
3: the genesis of the idea yes <laughs> and then there was beer at lucas yes.
4: where it was named
5: Based on the music you like, on the Facebook artists that you like, um, we want to provide you bars and cafes and places, no plan that you
6: might like. We're uh, making a link uh, where you can create your own music. you be taken to a soundboard mm-hmm. where you could uh, uh, trigger different sounds, and they would be saved on the server. Um, and then other people can come in and add different sounds. Where we try to um, visualize what people are listening to in your community.
4: So you know you have like a little profile and then in real time you can see what everyone around you is listening to so we can maybe look at the Bay Area mm-hmm. and see where people are located and you know maybe hopefully they'll see some Oakland music and then we can you know find ways to promote that kind of music around here. Um, the app we're making is really technologically like
3: uh complicated but it's it's meant to solve just like one narrow problem really well so i don't know if you can hear it on the mic we've
4: yeah. got some lady gaga huh. but everybody will think you're listening you to the and water hey guys ready to
6: registered you know, have all your stuff up, yeah, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, 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 well,
7: and can hear Yeah, here we, we
0: go. Are. <laughs> so hopefully that gave you a little taste, the first music hackathon in Oakland. So 65 hackers, two days of hacking. We had DJs from uh, CalX Berkeley spinning at every meal. Um, we had one freestyle rap battle, spontaneous freestyle rap battle. Um, and we ended up with 20 hacks, three finalists. If you want to, you can go to that address down there, um, hackathon.io slash hella slash projects to see the list of all 20 of them. Um, so we're here today to pick the grand prize winner out of all those 20 hacks we have three finalists here Uh, one of them one team is going to walk away with a thousand dollars we have an esteemed panel of judges today we have Stephen White um, from Grace Note uh, Mike Grisauver from Pandora Steve Jang from Soundtracking Josh Constein from TechCrunch Whitney Fanuff from um, East Bay Express, Jerry Harrison from The Talking Heads, and Carrie Walsh from Silicon Valley Bank. <laughs> All right, So I'm going to bring up the first finalist right now. Um, their hack was called Hellabar, and it was done by Alex Bassant and Oscar Selma. Um, I'm going to actually play a uh, prepared video we have, and then I'm going to invite them up here. Oh, and uh, yeah, just full disclosure, Oscar does work at Grace Note, sometimes. <laughs> 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 all right, so I'm going to the, play their video, and then I'm um, going to have them come up to uh, just say a few words after that. Uh, no, we had a professional, uh, Jay Blakesburg actually took video of all the finalists after Hey, I'm Oscar.
5: Hi, I'm Alex. And our hack is called... Elabar. Alex is coming from Dublin and coming from Barcelona and we both love Oakland. So we were like on Friday, where should we go? We're gonna have a drink. So, you know, you start going on Google, like, okay, um, search for places, you go Yelp. And then you get some, okay, this is Yoshi's Jazz Lounge, or you can go to the Bantleer, or you can go to Nine Twenty Four. 924 G, remember, Aldi, too many options.
8: Elabar which is a simple web app that recommends cafe clubs and uh, other places that you could go based on the music you like. So the way we do that is you log into the app with Facebook and we get all your likes and from those likes we take the ones that are music related and then we give them to the Gracenote API to build your musical profile so you will know that you like, for instance, punk um, rock and Blues. Um, at the same time we do the same thing using Yelp reviews so we take all the venues in Oakland uh, in uh and we pass them to the Gracenote API uh, to get the information
5: you log in with your Facebook account and then now it's pulling all the information from my uh, Facebook so all the all the music all the artists that I like Using Grayson API, it just uh, displays the ma- main genres that I listen to, like blues and classical jazz. When you click on blues, it just shows uh, the artists I like on Facebook. Yeah, so you can see some more like uh, genre information, like, like Dallas, traditional acoustic blues. When I click on blues, you can see all these venues in, in Oakland that we mine from Yelp that are also or that are related or they play some, uh, some blues music, like the R-, R Scrap Shack or also, of course, like the Yoshi's Oakland. Same for classical, you click on classical, pull the information from my Bach, Mozart that I liked on uh, Facebook. Then, for instance, this cool Piedmont piano company that also sells, apart from selling piano, also plays some very nice uh, concerts. Last but not least, we just generate a uh, Spotify playlist based on social distortion and singular artists. This is pulled from Grace Note. It sounds as good as this. Yeah, that's it. Hope you like it.
0: So, I'm going to invite Alex and Oscar to come up here,
5: say a few words. All right, so I'm going to do a quick demo then. First, on the weekend we only had Oakland. Since yesterday we had New York, San Francisco, and also pulling information from Chicago, Austin, and Seattle. So, let's uh, select now San Francisco. Then log in with my Facebook account. It's grabbing all the information from uh, the artists I like in Facebook. And then we have all these uh, artists and all these genres. So let's click on, I don't know, let's... For reggae, for instance, you click on reggae, You can see here like, the artists I like on the, uh, from, from Facebook. Uh, I like uh, Bob Marley, Fire. You can see some uh, cool uh, places in San Francisco. Um, I also like some weird uh, Eastern European music. So let's try this. Oh, very cool. So we have these uh, places. Like Amnesia, I really love it. Very cool concerts there. Very good vibe. And last but not least, we can select randomly a genre like New Wave. And we can see the artists I like. And then we can click on uh, here. And it just generates a Spotify playlist that you can enjoy based off of this new order and similar artists. And yeah, that's it.
6: I have a quick question. So for profiling the bars, you said you're pulling from Yelp. So what are you, what are you looking for in the Yelp reviews to, to generate the bar profile?
5: All right. So what we did is uh, we got, like, a list of genres from Grace Note, a very detailed list of genres, and then we ju- were just mining the reviews and um, w- I'm looking whether these uh, reviews tags contain this information. like. And we also add not only like traditional, but also traditional music, so some combinations. So We're sure that somehow the reviews mentioned there's a cool. They play live, very cl- very cool jazz music or blues. So, so we're getting.
1: Yeah, there's there's been other other types of programs that do something similar. There was a one called that James Proud wrote called Gig Locator. Um, and then I like had ways of, of looking at this. Did you look at those other other? Attempts at this and trying to say like what you liked about them and distill something from those t- or did you kind of just say I need to do this and just start from scratch
8: Well, we've done that in like 12 hours. So we just go right into that. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> But uh, I think the main difference is that we don't try to recommend concert venues But we like to recommend bars and yeah. clubs and things that do not yeah. necessarily have live music right. But where the DJ is playing punk rock or jazz yeah. music or anything like that. And Did
1: you do anything to like Find out whether w- how old the information you were mining was, and whether there was a more updated. In pr- you know,
5: yeah, we got like the latest hundred reviews from Yelp. So I see. So it was,
1: it was. So the accuracy was based upon what Yelp. Yeah. Yeah. I see.
8: Mm-hmm. What would you have built if you
1: had another week? Uh,
8: on that topic, you mean? Yeah. Uh, there are a few things we can do. Like the first obvious one is um, automatic geolocation, so you don't have to say where well, you are, but you use either HTML5 location API or mobile to do that. Going further, we can also involve uh, venues there so that they can promote themselves, and that's an obvious way to monetization. Um, And the other thing we can do as well is uh, the genres right now are not ordered, uh, but not got a hierarchy of genres, so that's something we could do uh, as a next step. There are lots of things we could do.
3: So you were thinking about sponsored placement for monetization?
8: That can be a way to do that, like sponsored placement and uh, sponsored push notifications, for instance. Yeah, I like the push idea.
5: Okay, and just uh, to finalize that, that, I mean, this idea really came up from a real problem that we had. So we he came, came from uh, Dublin and from Barcelona. So we were in Oakland and, like, where should we go? So we're, f- we're very happy that in 12 hours we could do that and solve it. And, mm-hmm. and then we end up in 924 Gilman. Thanks
6: a lot. Did you test it out? Did you go to any bars? Did it 924 Gilman. Yeah, we tried the
5: Trappist and Cafe Van Cleef as well. And
0: were they good?
7: <laughs>
0: Thanks, that was Hellabar. Now we're going to move on to the second finalist. The hack was called Video Machine. It was done by Seth Piezas. Um, I'm going to play the video.
2: My name is Seth Piezas and the app that I created is called Video Machine. Uh, it essentially allows the, the user to make music videos anywhere uh, from their very, very powerful uh, mobile devices. The big idea is wherever you are, just make a music video. Uh, the computer that you have in your pocket is more powerful than what we made Toy Story 2 with or what Jurassic Park uh, was made on. Whenever you hear music, wherever you are, uh, whoever you're with, be a creative. Uh, make and share video that can be combined with others. So here's a little demo of an ACR-triggered real-time video that I shot outside. Uh, It's triggered by uh, an Atoms for Peace song. The content is drawn in dynamically. This is an actual 3D set that's also tracked into the scenery in real-time. That's how powerful these machines are. So the idea is shoot, uh, interact, encode, upload, uh, do this in real-time wherever you are. The idea is from a business standpoint Uh, The music should be at the start of the conversation, I feel like. There's a lot of dicing of the existing uh, uh, business that's out there, but we really should be starting new ways for consumers to to consume this content and pay for new things to do with it. Maybe instead of making just traditional linear videos, which I really love and appreciate, and there's wonderful work put into them, in addition to, uh, sometimes, instead of, make a toolkit for, like, the fans of this music to create their own videos, to create them wherever they are, create them with a group of people that they're with wherever they are, and uh, not just make one video, but make an infinite number of videos. Seth, you wanna come up? Hello. Thank you, judges. Thank you, everybody uh, who's here and to all of my fine competitors who we promised to buy each other drinks no matter who won. Um, yeah, no, this is really real-time stuff. Uh, when I started in this business, it was one guy on a million-dollar machine making uh, the video. But now I think the opportunity is give users uh, tools, give them content, instead of making just that one video, let a million people make infinite videos. And I think that's, and, and do that wherever. Uh, So, you know, this is just content that could be made in a very short period of time and then put together and triggered and it was done outside. If you want to talk about if you're an artist or in management or, you know, marketing or whatever and want to talk about what really can be done that's specifically suited to an artist, you know, come afterwards and talk to me. I can show you a little bit of what's been done. But there's a whole world that is, uh, I think, primed to open up. Yeah, and lastly, I think it's just about create more value. Like I I said before, I not just move around the eyeballs, but create more things to consume, more opportunities to buy something off of the songs. Thanks.
6: Any questions from (coughs) judges? You want to start
0: on that? Sure. Do you do you use only video, or can you use images?
6: No, no,
2: no. What you saw was actual camera. Like the, the camera of this, shooting, tracking, constructing a camera, integrating 3D imagery, and then pulling, using Echo Nest or any other services, imagery uh, or assets off the net. And it could be very programmatically, it could be based off the emotion of the song. You can go to Echo Nest and say, is this like a really happy song? Is it dark? Is, there, is it whatever? What assets are we going to pull in? And that could be very, not, I don't want to say generic, but programmatically generic for many artists. But when you move up the tiers into, let's say, uh, a cold player, a TV on the radio, or whoever who has some marketing money, let's generate, uh, take some of that old video money, let's generate very specific content and give that to the users.
1: So are you, is it sort of like a series of rules of how, the video yeah. is drawn in. Hey, can you walk? It sounds very interesting. Can you walk through the actual process flow? Yeah. It would from be
2: clear. from the user. No. Yes. So, yes. 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 From the user. From the all right. How about all right? So from the user standpoint, first. Oh yes. Okay. <laughs>
7: well, I want both, but yeah. We'll
2: we'll do both from the user standpoint. Uh, let's say I've I've got the app loaded. Either I get a notification because of where I am, which could be an interesting reason why somebody uh, picked that point. Maybe it's. Like the Treasure Island Music Festival, and you want users to start making a video there for somebody, or maybe it's because you hear a song. The phone, uh, using the Grayson API, actually triggers a notification because it hears a song. Then the content starts coming in, and you just start aiming and shooting. And like I, it's not on screen anymore. But some of the effects, like you can manipulate the filtering of the video of that that integrated scene you i was triggering like the head turning uh just by tapping on it and that actual character uh was walking towards me you could, couldn't really tell like very limited time to do this content but that character was following the camera so there are a lot of really cool things that could be done from the the side of a content creator it's like hey we've got this great song we're going to make this video uh, maybe let's have two pipes one that goes out to uh, creating these assets that will be downloaded uh, by the app that users can uh, make their own videos automatically encode automatically upload uh, and then you know mix together videos from all people like see infinite varieties of things that can be done like the same music uh, a lot of the same assets or programmatically different assets uh, you know, uh, all made in Oakland or all made in California.
1: One video stitched together. I still don't understand this, so the, uh, images okay. come flying, you say you take the camera and you're getting images but the images are flying in from the net. So how are you deciding or what's deciding what you see?
2: Well that, I mean in, in this stuff it can be very programmatic, like we make decisions based off of... And who's, just, who's we? Uh, we would be like if we are we have no interaction with the artist and it would be just the app would make decisions based off of properties in the music. But if we're working with you, then it's what kind of experience do we think we can construct, something that's both guided and interactive at the so, same time.
1: So the app is making the video. The app made the and video. You can, and you can provide suggestions or rules or something like that yeah. to the app to shape how the video is made.
2: Yeah.
3: So, so wait, were there like there AR triggers in that?
1: Yeah, well, yeah,
2: it's augmented reality, but the, the tracking and the triggers is dynamic. I don't, I don't know so what the, augmented so reality so means. Well,
1: like, <laughs> in a, without taking drugs.
5: <laughs> that is the best augmented reality. <laughs> so, wait, so I, I just
6: wanna.
7: So so you're using an iOS app to capture video, and then you're uploading that video to the server?
2: No, we're capturing the the videos being captured, the tracking of the scene and understanding how that, this is all stuff that we would do offline, like you do to insert the dinosaur into the shot. Uh, But we do that in real time, like figure out the camera. And then we integrate this 3D content that is interactive and can walk around in the scenery. And we put all this together. And in real time, we record and encode this. And we send it up to uh, the cloud. So now all of that work by a million people, kids, and fans out there can be uh, put together. Not just one video, infinite.
7: So I I totally get the the sort of high level narrative and vibe. But I'm trying to get at to what it is that you guys built, or you built, which is. Yeah. Is there an iOS app and a website with a server engine or a local client engine? For, for this, like, remember,
2: this was a limited period of time. Sure, sure. This was please just tell us what the, it, yeah. the iOS-like uh, app part okay. that created that content dynamically okay. uh, and put that together. Okay. But, of course, when you have more time and you've got more sure. assets. And, and
7: your Echo Nest API methods that you've integrated with are pulling the content to your local. Yeah. Client. Okay.
2: So it was triggered by Grace Note. Identify that. go to Echo Nest. find properties out about this content, uh, pull that in, and then construct an experience, like the images for uh, Radiohead. It was an Atoms for Peace song, but uh, those are images from Radiohead, placed because they came out of Echo Nest. And,
7: and the, the waveform of the audio decided the trigger points and cue points for different images to... They get. could. Right now it was very simple, okay.
2: just off of knowing the song. The song. Cool. Yeah. Well, I think there are actually a lot of ways to make money with this, the, the least of which being like, this is, you know, I'll just say in-app purchase. Like it, it's, it's not like you buy a song, it's $1. twenty-nine. This experience could be, you yeah. could have the free experience, but you ratchet up to really buying the content. Like maybe you get a little bit, maybe if you pay another $1. twenty-nine, you get more content and better content specifically for this artist. Uh, there's analytics. There's eyeballs. There's a lot that could be put to this.
3: Do I play Simon Cowell now or later?
0: Play, yeah. play now. Play now. Yeah, now, is good. now.
3: Okay. Uh, one of the problems with having a one-person team is that not everyone can do everything. <coughs> yeah. Y- you built this, which it seems impressive, though mm, few of us really understand how it works. But you like, you got to figure out the story behind this, or like how to frame the problem around this, or like why yep. people need it, because you know. We we do this stuff for a living, and none of yes. us really get it. So,
2: <laughs> I, I I think uh, like this is like a little piece of you know something that's bigger in a very short period of time to put it together. So really, all you can see is the tech demonstration of it. But really, it is imagine a camera that uh, could just let you make music videos uh, for either content that you already have or that's triggered by the environment or the location. It seems like you're probably interested in marketing money though, like all these video contests that bands do, like the Yaya yeah, Yaz yeah, did a you know, fan based video contest for one of their songs. Is that what
5: the money you're going after?
2: Well, that's definitely part of the money that you're we could go after because it's the money that would direct towards like making the video. Instead of making the video make assets for this and then fans can share it and socialize it and spread it. But also once they do that, remember there's analytics about what people are seeing where, uh, how much they're you know, playing around with things, that they're ganging together possibly with friends in the same location to shoot a video together. There's a lot that can be done. And this is, remember, this is a very short <laughs> period of time to, uh, to do that. All right.
0: thanks. Oh, great, thanks a lot. <laughs> And now we have our third finalist. Um, the hack is called Guilty Pleasure by Sashi Jane. And let's watch the video.
4: Hi, my name is Sashi Jane. I'm the co-founder at 22.fm. And the app I'm showing today is called Guilty Pleasure. What the app does is it plays pop music through your headphones or the speakers. And in the lock screen, it shows you a cool indie band so you can listen to your guilty pleasures like Lady Gaga without anybody knowing. So, let's try another song. This is another cool indie band, and you're secretly listening to Call Me Maybe. Now, what if your friend comes over to you and says, oh my god, I love Atlas Genius, but I haven't heard this song, can I check it out? Well, you can discreetly hit the volume button, and it will switch over to the song displayed on the screen. When it comes to music apps and streaming, monetization is really, really hard to figure out. Well, we have a solution to that. We're going to extort our users. So, it's asking us to pay us or else. Well, or else what? Well, oh no, it's blowing my street cred. My life is over. And that's guilty pleasures.
0: So, Sasha, you want to come up? And uh, you have the app.
4: Uh, so, yeah, so this app is is all about solving the problem of, you know, playing a song that you're embarrassed about, and you're afraid that if your friends or your coworkers come and see it, that, you know, they'll judge you. So, um, you know, as Oscar said, Every, every um, you know, everything's about solving a problem that you have, scratching your own itch. Well, uh, that's not this. This is not for me, it's for a friend.
1: Um, so, uh, yeah,
4: that's it. Great, any questions?
6: Can you talk a little bit about the uh, APIs that you used and how you put it together?
4: Uh, I actually didn't use any APIs. Um, I used, the music came from SoundCloud and so did the images. Um,
8: so this
4: was for, for a friend. What was the, what was the inf- inspiration behind that? Um, so, okay. So, so <laughs> this is actually a real problem, is that when, when, you're, when you're a developer, you know, there's certain music you listen to that helps you be productive, right? Helps your day go by. But, you know, when you're listening to, like, a lot of cool indie music, it's very interesting and it's distracting. It's, and, you know, so sometimes you just need something that's, like, mindless to, like, help you get some work done. And when you work in a co-working space, that is uh, yeah, <laughs> tough. It would seem that you would need
1: to have, have earbuds yeah, it's Yeah, it, it works, works with headphones. It would pretty effective yeah. for this to work well. Yeah. That wouldn't work on a jam block.
4: If 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 you have a problem where people are hearing the sound you're playing on your headphones, you, you've you got other things to worry about. Couldn't you just wire so soon you yank out the headphones <laughs> That's a great idea, yeah.
3: Can you build me a web player for
4: this? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, that's step two for monetization. (laughs) I don't know.
2: What would you do with $1,000?
4: Pay my rent. (laughs) Uh, I'm the co-founder of 22FM. We're bootstrapping, so...
0: All right, thanks to all the great finalists. We are gonna give the judges, I do not do need any time? Or, good, good to go. Okay, we're gonna go down, American Idol style, and we're gonna ask each judge um, who they think should win. So we'll start with you, Mr. White.
6: So I thought, uh, first of all, congratulations to everybody. Really good uh, hacks for a short period of time. Just running down the list, I thought guilty pleasure was an, a, a fantastic idea. I penalized you a bit because you didn't use any of the APIs that participated in the the hackathon, but you know, cool idea, and I have to admit, I'd probably use it myself. Got a little pop in my life. Uh, Video machine, I thought the idea was cool. You had a real hard time explaining it, and the explanation was really more about what it could be than what it was. So, while I think you've got something there, I think to Josh's point, you really got to figure out how to present it in a way that people get what you're what you're trying to get at. Keep it simple. I mean, simple's Good here, uh, hella bar for me that's the winner. Um, I would use it all the time. Uh, I thought it was a great use of the apis and good job pulling it together really fast
7: um, so uh, going down the line again um, uh, guilty pleasures I thought was really cool actually uh, my team we have a guilty pleasures prototype that we've been working on it's not the same uh, it's more about it's more about a uh, openly shaming yourself for fun. <laughs> um, so maybe we should connect, we should connect. <laughs> it's kind of a funny app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about, it's about shining a light on your guilty pleasures to really work through those issues, yeah. But um, I thought that was really cool. Um, I actually don't agree with Steven on the, well, unless the hack contest required API usage. Um, I think doing everything on the, on the mobile client uh, is fine if you can do that, and I don't think there's any arbitrary need to use a server call server calls don't always work, and they're a pain in the ass sometimes, so um, uh, that being said, uh, I thought it was really fun, so I like the creativity. Um, I thought Video Machine, so I thought where you were going was you can capture content and and select a song and then send all that data and content to the server, have a rendering engine perform some really cool... Um, you know, short music video rendering with like um, time syncing and like some really cool stuff, and I, I realized it was a short hack contest. But again, you know, explaining that hey, I did this on the on a client as a simple prototype. Um, uh, my suggestion, just as a as a fellow product person, would be think about doing all that work on the server. It's getting cheaper and cheaper, as you know, and then um, being able to down you know download that back to client or a website. To have that and offer preset templates and post upload, post rendering, editing, and remixing, like one tap remixing. Because it sounds like what you're doing is really overlaying um, uh, CG illustrations into. OK, so I still don't know what you're doing. So, anyways, <laughs> <Yeah>. never mind. <laughs> yeah. you're talking there. OK. Right. And then where does that video go? And then it goes <laughs> up to the cloud. OK, all right. Well, good to know. So, anyways, I'd. I'd work on sort of laying out the the architecture and the flow a little bit better. But I thought it was really interesting. So HellaBar one for me, um, I'd use it. Uh, I'd love to, I know you're just looking for non-concert venues, but I'd love to see Songkick in there so I could get like date and artist specific things. So if you you were to take two API methods and combine that, that would be like the end all be all. Uh, I think uh, actually Foursquare has a lot of good data too now. So I'd add Foursquare to the Yelp database because the Yelp stuff uh, gets a little aged. Um, The Foursquare stuff tends to be a little bit, I I love the, we use the Foursquare API. It's it's a living, breathing API. It's really good. But I, I really liked it.